1: Hello and cheers. This is Zach DiBacco from the Drinks with Great Minds in History podcast. And Katie and Nathan wanted me to let you know that they use strong language in their podcast. So if that's not your thing, then this might not be the show for you. And really, neither would mine. But if you like a good laugh, great history, and a few cocktails, then you'll sure as hell love this episode of the Queen's Podcast and might want to go check out my show too. Cheers.
0: Hi, I'm Katie.
1: And this is Nathan.
0: And you're listening to Queens, the podcast about badass women in history.
1: Katie, how's it going, bitch?
0: Nathan! <laughs> It's going pretty good. Happy March. This is our first recording in my uh, birthday month.
1: Uh spring has sprung.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Nathan, who are we here to talk about today?
1: O M J J J J. Tell me. Is- queen amina
0: yes queen amina of Zaria. before we get started nathan what are we drinking so this looks like a production
1: i i made like i googled nigerian cocktails okay and <laughs> what came up was the nigerian chapman and i was chapman? like chapman chap so i sat down researched this recipe and it's you you're gonna hate it katie okay Um, it's one liter of fanta soda half a liter of sprite however much vodka you want to (laughs) add and then like a half a cup of black currant liqueur
0: this sounds like a toothache
1: yeah it is a toothache but it's kind of delicious
0: i yeah (laughs) all the vodka that i want (laughs) be like um and two bottles of vodka to cancel out all the sugar (laughs)
1: yeah i mean it's a lot like so i knew you would hate it (laughs) instant katie hate
0: you know what you know what i think i'll take one for the team i'll just give it a try you know twist my arm
1: let's see cheers bitches cheers
0: before we get started what do we got nathan
1: patreon shout patreon out shout caroline Anne marie denara
0: denara uh, if we're saying your name wrong slide into our dms and you with the correct pronunciation and you'll get it right next time <laughs> we'll you can re-
1: slide into my dms all day
0: And also, thank you to our patrons, Ashley, Vida, Elizabeth, and Taylor. So thank you so much to our patrons at every level and everyone that listens. Cheers, bitches. So let's get started. So preface. Preface. Preface this Um, shit. Amina
1: isn't our first queen that we've ever covered that doesn't have great resources. Yeah. <laughs> like not good records, not
0: She's not the first one we've ever covered either, that it's not completely proven that she existed. It's giving me boudica. You know what yeah. I mean? A lot of yeah. it is legendary, a lot of it is word of mouth. But yeah, some people think that she didn't even exist. Though it does seem that even if she didn't exist, the story is this st- the story is based on someone who did.
1: So yeah. and and moral of the story moral of the story is she's a badass
0: yeah oh <laughs> we will get to how badass she was it's just i just kind of want to preface that the information is a little all over the place and it might be a little bit of a shorter episode because of that but even though the facts are murky we're gonna do our best Yes. So the primary source of her life was written by a leader that was like 150 years after her life called Muhammad Bello. And he lived, yeah, like a century or so after Amina. So again, it's giving me kind of like Agrippina vibes or like Cleopatra yeah. vibes, these ancient ladies who their stories were written down so Don't call
1: separated. me by my, my middle name, ancient lady. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nathan, ancient lady. <laughs> oh,
1: ouch, her. <That>
0: <laughs> We're still young, Nathan. We're still young. So, that being said, let's get into it.
1: Yeah. So, she was born maybe around 1533 and maybe Zarya, <laughs> Nigeria. Uh, but just for some reference, 1533 is also the year that Anne Boleyn was queen. So we yeah. so have some context here. Just
0: to give you some context about when we're talking about, since we've already told you where. And uh, Zaria, Zarya, Nigeria is like Northwest Nigeria.
1: So the makeup of Nigeria is a lot different from what we know right now.
0: Yeah, it was a lot different. There were seven different states in the Hausa Kingdom, which is where Amina's family is from. And Amina lived in one of the states called Zazau,
1: and like ooh, state, we're ooh, using kind can of. Can you say that one more time? Zazau.
0: No, uh, Zazau. I actually had to. <laughs> I couldn't. Fi- I couldn't figure out how to pronounce it because I kept. Because I. I really tried. I went onto YouTube and like listened to different all these different pronunciations. But they change with the different kind of Nigerian accents people had.
1: So correct us if yeah,
0: we're wrong. Yeah, so correct <laughs> us if we're wrong. I did find someone on Twitter that told me, I think phonetically an American would say it like this. So that is what I'm going off. Zazau.
1: <laughs> so she was born to a ruling family in Zazau. Zazao. Zazao. So we think she was the eldest child, um, but we really can't tell. Yeah. Uh, she was also born during the reign of her grandfather. And though the story goes that her <laughs> grandfather was named Zizal Nohir, nailed it, nailed it. <laughs> Amina was his favorite granddaughter, child in general, and yeah. would bring her with him to military drills. Okay. Basically, okay. she was like, "His little shadow went wherever he went. Just hey, can I meet you up here? Cool. Um, I love that. As, I know. And as a result, she she knew like when she was growing up at a really young age, she's gonna run this shit.
0: Yeah. Basically. I mean, her grandfather, the king, is already preparing her for." It's, it's reminding me of like in Lion King when he was like, all of this will be yours one day. um, (laughs) But I think that's so interesting that even though she was a girl, he was like, you want to come to military drills with me? And then whenever he saw how interested she was in that, instead of being like, no, honey, you need to work on girl things. He was like, oh, you like the military part? Let's double down on that military shit. Let's do that. No, her grandfather seems to be the one that really took the, the Zazao state and like brought it into like the powerhouse that it was by this time. This area of West Nigeria was a huge trading nation.
1: Yeah. They built this city.
0: Bow, bow. They built, they this, built city. this
1: city on trading, trading gold. They
0: built this city. <laughs> <laughs> and and cloth and spices and horses and lots and lots of other things. It was a huge trading port. But her grandfather was like – because it was kind of where they were positioned. It was like if anybody – if any Europeans were coming in, like, wanting to trade with them, they had to, like, go through Zazao. And her grandfather just really capitalized on that. Like, oh, oh, you think – Let me take your money. Let me take your money, honey. Let me
1: take your money. (laughs) (laughs) So cloths, spices, everything was traded through this area.
0: And this was back in a time, remember, like people were killing themselves to get fucking nutmeg. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to die on this nutmeg. Nutmeg.
0: <laughs> I saw this meme recently that was like, we think that people from like the medieval ages would be like so blown away by like our cars and the internet and stuff, but really they would just be like, Spice rack, you must be a king.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, it's true. You have black pepper. What? Oh. <laughs> so speaking of home life, her mm-hmm. dad was named King Nicitao, and mm-hmm. her mother was Queen Bakwa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know she had like two siblings, a sister named Zarya, not, conso- like <laughs> <Yes, laughs> not to be confused with Zara, like the store.
0: Yes, not to be confused with the mid-range clothing line Zara. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> she also had her brother named Karami, and we believe she was a lot older than her siblings. Yeah, which we'll get we'll into. get into
0: yeah we'll a get into day. in a little bit. Yeah, Zarya, her sister, like that's what the city is called now is Zarya, which I found interesting. But again, we'll get into it in a little bit. Um, something really, really interesting that I couldn't find more on, which is going to be a reoccurring theme
1: in this episode. <laughs> in this episode.
0: <laughs> I found a lot more mentions about her mother, Bakwa, than I did her dad. Bakwa seems to have been... The more powerful one in the relationship, which more power to you, bitch. Love this, <laughs> absolutely love that. Um, it doesn't seem like her mom was just a queen consort, it seemed like her mom was either a co ruler or the main monarch. Um, mm. her the mom was not from Zizal, or pro I don't know. We don't know, but from what I could tell, her mom wasn't from Zazal, but she was from such a rich and powerful family, and she brought so many resources and so many men and so many guns to help protect the city. That <laughs> men she was and just guns. Like, oh. <laughs> and I, at a gay bar around. in Texas. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah. And so
1: it's, it's suggested that Mama grew up in this matriarchal society. Yeah. Which explains- a lot. It will
0: explain a lot. I love that. I wish I could find more. If anybody listening is like, oh, I have a resource about matriarchal societies in Nigeria or Africa or anything at this time, please send them to me. I would love to do a deeper dive. I just struggled to find resources.
1: So there's a whole lot that we don't know about her upbringing, like education, oh. um, relationship with her family.
0: Except for grandpa, but besides that, <laughs> meow.
1: so we do know that she would have been Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, though, if if religion was like a big part of her life, we really just don't know if it from, was
0: right. From what I could tell, is that um, Islam came to Nigeria in the 1400s and it spread slowly. So I kind of have a feeling that. The Islam that she practiced isn't a whole lot like modern day Islam, because it seems like she may have also still had a bit of um, the old religions, like more what we'd call like pagan kind of religions as well. And also because she's a woman that's ruling. So I don't know. I really couldn't find a... Like you said, if a religion was a part of her life... Uh, we just
1: don't know. We just like, don't know. We have yeah. no idea.
0: Right. Really,
1: all we do know is that she was really into learning. She was really into battle and combat, which... Shrep on those combat boots, girl.
0: Little boots. (laughs) Put
1: on your little boots. Oh, but she's big boots. (laughs) She's
0: still a little baby right now. She's still a little baby with little boots. Fuck
1: these gender norms. Fuck these
0: gender norms. I'm going to be a soldier one day. And no one, what I love about it is like, it doesn't seem like anybody discouraged her from it either. Like they were like, yeah, babe, you can be a soldier one day.
1: Love this journey for her. Love it. So when she was 16 years old, Mm -hmm. she was named heir apparent.
0: It was a title called Magagia. That's like what they called, kind of like how you'd call like the prince in France, the Dauphine or the prince in England, the prince of Wales. Their title for the heir apparent was Magagia.
1: So... Probably meant that her granddad died around this time. Yeah, so that probably meant like her
0: parents became ruler and so her
1: granddaders and so they're passing down names. Yeah. Yeah, so so better sweet. Yeah, we know she was close to her grandfather. Yeah. And it's it's like one of the only things that we really know.
0: <laughs> about her upbringing yeah it was yeah. that her and her grandfather were close and so now he mm-hmm. that must be so weird because he someone you love dies but because they died you get more titles and stuff like that's that's just, that's one thing about nobility and royalty that I've always thought was so weird <laughs> like yes at the funeral but also like but I get this crown now okay <laughs>
1: okay cool <laughs> So, at this time, like, her brother hadn't been born yet, because it was still, like, typically tradition for sons to be the heir Mm -hmm. if the daughter was older. So, I think Karama must have been, like, 16 years younger than Amina. At least.
0: At least, huge. yeah, huge. yeah,
1: huge gap. Huge that is gap. a
0: huge gap, especially if there's no children that we know of in between the two. So of so course, did
1: you go rabbit hole?
0: Yes, of course, I went down a <laughs> rabbit hole, which led to nothing because that was the theme of this research of like there being like four sources and them all kind of stopping at the same place. But um. I was like, okay, did Amina's father maybe have several wives? Though that wouldn't really track with that. It seems Bakwa was the more powerful one in the, the relationship, but I don't know. Did they maybe marry super, super young and they just, you know, so then it wouldn't be so weird that they have one kid so much later, I but I
1: <laughs> <laughs> direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> all the historians said Mer.
0: if you, ca- you can't see anytime i make that noise i'm doing the shruggy face emoji
1: <laughs> 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 so one cool thing about this society is that it was like yeah we prefer men to be in charge because you know Everyone's everyone in history obsessed. is one more time
0: everyone is sexist she's like
1: holding her microphone like giving me mariah carey finger vibes yes and i love it so <laughs> at the same time they're like eh. but if a woman like proves herself mm-hmm. she wouldn't necessarily be like barred from holding a place in court or leadership just because yeah. she was vagina just because um,
0: vagina vagina did not, you know, necessarily disqualify you from yes. leadership. Yes.
1: It's about damn time. Yes. <laughs> so, by the time she was a teenager, she was already viewed like, okay, this girl knows her shit. Like and she's that good. Sh-
0: then that shit that she knew was war. She was great uh, at war.
1: War. Um, good God, y'all.
0: What is her good for? Making Amina powerful. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Katie? Making Amina a powerful. Which yes. also, side note, I don't have this in the notes or anything, but just talking points. If this was a man, we wouldn't be celebrating. We'd be calling him a war dick. Like, let's just be yeah, honest. If this absolutely. was a man, we'd be calling him a war dick. But this is so refreshing that it's a woman being that like it's noteworthy and that she you know eventually rises through the ranks so before people come at us being like men's rights, I don't know, like being like, why are you men's celebrating <laughs> yeah, why are you <laughs> celebrating a woman doing this stuff that you would talk shit on a man doing it It's because so few women were allowed to um really display their talents like this would have been at the time such like a celebrated trait in a man so it's very rare that it was also a celebrated trait in a woman though we do not condone war which we will get to
1: get to (laughs) later so soon after becoming his heir uh she was uh, flooded with marriage proposals surprise surprise she
0: like, was a oh hot gee, commodity gonna, on yeah the marriage you're gonna market. get all this
1: land okay let me marry you <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely she was flooded with gifts daily like every prince every rich guy's son from throughout the area is like coming and like just flooding her with gifts just like jewels it's and yeah
1: jewels la guanza
0: guanza <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's worth noting that in Zazao, they did practice slavery unfortunately
0: unfortunately it was a it was yeah. a big status symbol
1: i don't like this i don't like this um they traded cloth they traded spices they traded jewelry like everything that people trade
0: but yeah when she's being flooded with gifts with cloth, like I read one story that was like, she was given 20 bags of white cloth, 20 bags of blue cloth, and 50 enslaved people. And I was like, what is the conversion rate? Like, I don't understand, like what, but...
1: I know, I don't, I don't want to know the conversion rate, because people are people.
0: People are people, (laughs) and they should not have a value on them. But it was like Uh. such a status, like if one of her suitors could give her these things it would be like i feel
1: icky no
0: i feel very <laughs> icky. i don't like it
1: but yeah she was like basically why would i marry any of y'all why like would,
0: i mean i'm already heir. like i don't need
1: a man but like, suitors keep coming and before long she's had her own independent wealth she's got all these gifts from men And she's hoping that one of them will marry them. Like, nope.
0: Mm. Yeah, they're like, they're like, maybe if we just keep throwing gifts at you, you'll marry us, uh, one of us. And she is just like, she's like, I like, yeah, I like gifts. You can keep (laughs) giving me gifts. I have no intention of marrying any of you. I don't know if she ever said. I don't know if she was like forthright with them, like I'm not going to marry you, or if she was just like, hey, you know what, I might come around.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Right. Right.
0: But she had no intention of marrying any of them at any point. No,
1: it's like, I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes.
0: I'm not saying no, (laughs) but I'm also not saying no to more money, please.
1: (laughs) So like we said, she's not interested in men getting married. She's interested in war. Good, gun, Good God, yo. y'all. What is <laughs> a um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> She's still going. I'm still <laughs> So she joined the army, became a general, which yes. I love this for her. Love it. A little bit of nepotism at the time yeah. because her parents were in charge of everything. So yeah. obviously they like hand her the role. But it's not because she wasn't like smart as hell, though. Like, she knows she's, what she's doing.
0: She's been doing it since she was a toddler. She's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's Caligula Little Boots of big Nigeria, boots. basically. She's Big Boots.
1: She's big Boots. <laughs>
0: big Boots. Big Boot Amina energy.
1: Big Boots.
0: a Big Boots energy. <laughs> but yeah, so did she get the role uh, because her parents were king and queen? Oh, yes, probably. Yeah, but yeah. she was still good at it. She, was, she wasn't bad at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? And while we can imagine some men being like, I'm not going to follow this woman. She's got a uterus. You uh, never know what those uteruses
0: are going to do. They're going to yeah. float
1: around in your brain. So, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have it actually documented that something was ever going to happen like that. Because Amina probably would have them super killed.
0: I, like, yeah, exactly. If anybody ever spoke up like we don't want a woman leading the army, they did not live to write it down.
1: So. (laughs) I love you, Amina. She was
0: Um, fierce in battle and all things, basically.
1: But her parents' role is actually a time that was known for peace. Love it. So the army was a bit more for, like, protection just in case we need it
0: just in case we need to go on the defense let's have this army
1: but amina had plans for the future like let's be real spoiler alert it's not peace
0: she did not have plans (laughs) for peace in the future no so fast forward (laughs) (laughs) It is 1566 and both of her parents have passed away. Everything I read just said her parents were dead in 1566. So I have no idea if that means one of them outlived the other one. Again, her mother Bakwa was so much more prevalent in any story I read about her. So I think perhaps Bakwa ruled on her own for a while, but again, that's just speculation. But anyway, by 1566, both are dead. Kind of uh, weird,
1: though. We just don't know. We just
0: don't know. Yeah. And in 1566, Amina would have been about 33, and her parents are gone.
1: And her brother becomes king. Mm-hmm. Which, if she had, like, any animosity towards him, we just don't know.
0: It's not documented. I don't feel like she did. It kind of seems like she's like, you be king, um... Because whenever you're king, you have to worry about all things. You have to worry about taxation. You have to worry about if your people are happy and the military and the crops and the trade. And she's like, and if I'm not queen, I and I'm just working on the military, I just got to worry about the military. Like, I think she preferred it this way, actually.
1: Yeah, I think she liked fighting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she liked not having any other responsibilities besides this one very niche activity. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> so one thing that we kept reading was that her sister Zarya fled. And if fled. I can put air quotes. <laughs> Bunny ears. <laughs> she fled. fled.
0: Everything I read said Zaria fled, which doesn't, like whenever her parents died, which doesn't give it a, it doesn't sound, like you don't say somebody fled when they just like moved and everything was chill it sounds like almost like what what went on there like so why did she why was she ran, fleeing she,
1: she ran, ran so, so
0: far away <laughs> but why like
1: she had to get away
0: but why <laughs> like so we know so mama had named Zazau. she had renamed the capital zaria and so I'm. The only thing that I could come up with was, well, maybe the other two siblings resented Zaria,
1: because
0: um. like, oh, you must have been Mama's favorite, and now that she's gone, maybe the three of them didn't get a lot. Like, I don't. This is all speculation. I like, speculation.
1: This, I, like I, I like this theory, but okay. you know, we're not 100% historians here.
0: I would love <laughs> to go down a rabbit hole about like why Zarya fled, but I couldn't, so I had to make my own story, and that story is a soap opera.
1: <laughs> but if anyone knows about what happened with Zarya, please tell please
0: me. Please let us know. Yeah.
1: So her brother Karama ruled for 10 years, and by this time, Amina was like a general, whole damn army, like not too mm-hmm. shabby, bitch.
0: Not <laughs> too shabby at all, no. And she was busy for those 10 years because her brother launched four military campaigns. So uh, obviously.
1: Deux, trois, trois. Quatre. Yes. <laughs> he speaks French.
0: Well, you can count to four in French, but Okay. <laughs> Like, I I think it was interesting that it was like, yeah, the, when her mother was in charge, it was a time of peace. And so it was like, why are you building up that army? And I mean, it's like, mind your business. And so like, as soon as her parents are gone, they go into like military campaigns and start um, acquiring more land. Fucking shit up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's like, hey, let's go get them lands over there. And they're like. Okay, let's okay. do that. Let's go get so, those lands over there. Basically, Zazal had grown in strategy, like so. In the corporate world, we would call this an acquisition plan.
0: It's growth uh, strategy. It's synergy. We are circling uh, back to this acquisition uh, plan.
1: Sorry, I got a gag <laughs> reflex, and it's not the good gag reflex.
0: Her growth and acquisition plan were to acquire all the other. Sal states.
1: Yeah. So now fast forward. And Karama dies. Uh, no IDK, idea. Okay. What? what?
0: It's <laughs> medieval K- times. So literally anything.
1: Anything. <laughs> right. It like... doesn't appear that he fought along with his troops. So not like a battle side assassination. Yeah. But just like Prob- medieval problems
0: probably Is just medieval a... people problems which means uh the flu a paper cut witchcraft also uh,
1: yeah yeah the yeah. plague
0: the plague <laughs> ear infection
1: just, it doesn't yeah. matter it, yeah so, lots of
0: pl- lots of things
1: he doesn't have kids he doesn't have heirs so now we're looking to be like um who's gonna be monarch oh wait there's this beautiful black woman.
0: Who is a a fierce fucking warrior. Amina, you're up. You're queen. And I think that's going to be a good time for us to refill our drinks and take a quick break. How do you feel about that? Yes. Yes. All right. We'll be right back, bitches. And we're back. Yes. Nathan, did you did you top off your drink or did you switch I did. drinks?
1: Um I switched
0: to beer. So- yeah.
1: I changed to beer. I am a fan of Stella Atois. Atois, <laughs> my favorite. Um, <laughs> if you know me, you need to buy me Stella. Ooh,
0: um. <laughs> oh, his birthday is in June. If everyone wants to send us Stella Atois for his birthday, and go for it. Mwah anyway, Atois. The king. The king is dead. Long live the queen. Yeah, so Amina is now queen. And luckily, we're in a society that isn't anti-female ruler. Like, they are no strangers to matriarchal societies, which I wish I knew one. Like, how (laughs) nice would that be? Yeah.
1: I know, right? So there was, like, no opposition to her being queen, though.
0: I love it. I love it. Like, it doesn't seem like the men in her society had fragile dick energy about a woman running shit. And that's just beautiful. It's a beautiful story.
1: I love it. I love it. It's like a non-issue. Like, her having a uterus is like, but... They're just like, okay, okay, but
0: she she's already <laughs> been running the military for, god, at this point, well over a decade you know yeah. so they were like yeah we trust her it makes sense it was a non-issue like you said that's the perfect way to put it nathan
1: so amina took the throne at a time when zazao was just thriving
0: they were living the best lives
1: living their best life like trade routes everything is going great for them so she's got Money, honey.
0: Yes, and
1: she's funding that military, honey. Even though Mm -hmm.
0: we don't, (laughs) we don't love it. But like we've we've already given the disclaimer: with a man, we wouldn't love this; with a woman, we do. We all have biases. Just let it be.
1: Yeah, and and she doesn't like. She seems to be profiting from all of this shit. Yeah.
0: Well, she looks mm -hmm. at the other Hassel states, and she's like, I. They are also profiting from the trade routes. Um, If all of the states belong to me, I would be getting all those trade. Like that,
1: I love the, this journey for her.
0: Light bulb! What <laughs> if all the states did belong to me? What if all the trade routes were mine? Wouldn't that? Wouldn't it be nice if, if I owned all oh, y'all?
1: Money. Yes, money. So she's queen now. Um, in her forties, mm-hmm. ish, because back in six, because we don't know, um, but ish, yeah, yeah. So you think at this point she'd be like, "Hey, I'm just gonna call ye old shots from my old ye old palace," because she's forty
0: um, and she's medieval yeah. for. Or I guess this is Renaissance, not medieval, but whatever. She's forty then, not forty now, where forty is the new twenty. She was 40 yeah. then when 40 was 60.
1: You know? But when military is militarying,
0: mm-hmm, she gets
1: mm-hmm. FOMO. She gets FOMO, like hardcore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> She's like, She's I like, need to be with my troops. Yep. She wants to be in the room where it happens. Yes, absolutely. Yes.
1: So, so she, she was. So she was. So three months after being crowned queen, Amina starts a 34-year campaign. 30. 34. <laughs> I barely over that age. <laughs> that's 34 barely. years. Yeah. No, yeah. My baby. That,
0: <laughs> you're a little baby. <laughs> Me. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's 34 years. And she, that, that's just insane. Basically, her first order of business after she gets crowned. She makes this speech and she tells her people, resharpen your weapons. Woo! Like, she I has got that. shit to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, she's like, shopping With- your knives.
0: <laughs> Let's get to work. Fun I fact Love it. Fun fact one of the things that they traded in Zizal was metalworks. Because they had oh. a lot of they had a lot of like really skilled blacksmiths in Zizal that the other states didn't necessarily have, and so she was the first one in the area to introduce um, metal armor for her soldiers.
1: Oh wow!
0: And obviously, if you have metal armor and the other people don't, you're going to have a advantage. So I think yeah. that's very innovative. There's some but argument. She- Ahead. Could
1: she have seen it from like a European person? Well, there's
0: some argument that there was this other king in zazel that was like, or not zazel there was this other king in Hassan that was like playing around with metal armor and then she basically just like copy pasted. Um, or she may have I also. I love this for her. They both <laughs> may have seen a European control
1: person. Control
0: C, yeah. Control V. Control C, <laughs> Control V. Put it over here. <laughs> They also both could have seen a European soldier like coming through their markets, coming through their trade routes for whatever reason and seen it. But regardless of whose idea it was, Mm -hmm. she is usually accredited with the one for widespread use of metal armor, which is just so fucking smart. If your whole thing is war, give the people protection Yes, yes.
1: So she expanded the military at this point. Mm -hmm. Because land, wealth, money, y'all. Y'all. Really? (laughs) Y'all.
0: No, she was owning this big chunk of this trade route, like, in... In the Sahara Desert, to and from the, like, if you're in the southern part of Africa, you have to go through the Nigerian trade route that she has created to get to the rest of the Sahara Desert, which brings you to, like, Egypt, which also brings you to, like, Portugal and shit like that. And she is owning all this land. And it's-
1: One more time? Chef kiss. Owning. (laughs) I love this.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah. No, so I put into Google- all the lands that it said that she conquered in um, Google Maps. So the most northern was this uh, border town called Katsina. And the most southern was a place called Nupe. And one of the articles I read that I've linked to in the show notes call it the middle belt of Nigeria. And that's ex- exactly what it looks like. It's just like this... The, this route up the middle of Nigeria to the very, very border where it's just like, she owned all of this route for trading. So like she was making so much money.
1: Basically, which is genius. Like, yeah. International trade. Cause
0: I mean, when we talk about Egypt, like they have been trading with other continents from Egypt since ancient times. So for her to open up this route that opened up to all of that, trade to this other parts of the world. It's just it's just huge for her people. Yeah. She's not messing around so, is what we're getting at. Yeah,
1: right? So one thing Amina did that is like still evident today was she built walls around cities, which is huge. 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 Um Anytime she conquered her city, she like built a wall around it. Yeah. So this served as number one, a sign that this is my do not shit. touch. now. yes.
0: <laughs> do not touch. No
1: touchy. No mm-hmm. touchy. My Landy. My yes. Landy. No touchy.
0: Mine. Uh,
1: <laughs> and number two, it was a sign to the people that living in this city now, I'm gonna protect you. Like I'm I keeping other
0: people out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So she called them uh, Gunwar Amina, Um, which translates to Amina's walls.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd put my name on it, too. I wish yeah, I had some Katie right. Walls.
1: <laughs> Kitty Walls. I
0: love that. <laughs> These are my walls. These are Amina's walls. Um, she built so many throughout the country that people started to basically like go, huh, that's a cool idea. And adopted the practice. And even now, modern day, Amina Walls, Stand still through all throughout Nigeria and other parts of Africa Amino as well.
1: walls I mean know walls
0: yes, <laughs> I have some pictures here in the show notes. I'll drop them and in Instagram and stuff as well. like that
1: so basically, for a time, she's kind of like a Roman emperor at the time, yeah. So she's conquering lands. Um, she's letting people live amongst their own.
0: Like you ishness. can have a little bit of autonomy, but you still got to pay taxes to me. You still got to pay fealty to me. It reminds me of like when we talked about like Eleanor of Aquitaine and how Aquitaine was its own place, but they still had to pay taxes to to the King of France. Kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and in so they had to like
1: even give their soldiers over. Exactly.
0: Like, give pay me taxes. Give me soldiers and in return, if someone else comes in, I'm gonna fight for you. One very specific story that I read that I just found interesting was it was like one of the city's tributes to her. And I have to imagine this was a big fucking deal if it is, you know, carried on through this many generations of storytellings is that one king sent her 40 eunuchs and uh, 10,000 cola nuts. And all I could think well, was the
1: Unix had their cola nuts cut off. Oh <laughs> So that's where they got the cola nuts.
0: All I could think Poor of. Eunuchs.
1: No balls. That must suck.
0: I'm d I am wish I knew <laughs> the dollar to Unix conversion rate. <laughs> like what
1: dollar to balls. What's the ratio here?
0: Like (laughs) all I'm imagining is like here's 40 eunuchs and just being like um thanks
1: and also the
0: person that had
1: five eunuchs the person that had
0: to sit down and count ten thousand nuts like (laughs) (laughs) I have so many jokes right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) nuts on nuts on nuts. (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just—I I just thought that was such an interesting story. Like, since it was like obviously a notable transaction, I was like, "Is that good? Like, is that a lot of units? I don't
1: know. Like, I don't know if how that- many nuts is too many nuts.
0: How many? <laughs> like, what do you need?" Anyway, let's move on. <laughs>
1: uh, so we've talked about battle and money and walls. Oh my! So let's okay, Dorothy. Uh so let's talk about her love life. Um okay. Hello? Okay. Okay. like she had no interest in having a husband, Mm-mm. but you know, these pipes gotta get cleaned every now and then. <laughs> what did you just What?
0: These pipes gotta get cleaned?
1: Sometimes you-, you gotta just clean these pipes.
0: Is that a thing people say about
1: No, it's That's- not <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's a Nathan okay. saying. I'm
0: I was like, sorry. what did I, I miss? I apologize.
1: I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Nathan. That was great.
0: Brilliant. Nathan. But no, I mean, she's got needs. These these pipes gotta get clean.
1: Obviously, I have needs. <laughs>
0: wow. Wow. <sighs> So the story goes, the legend is, Nathan, do you want to take this legend or do you want me to tell the legend?
1: So the legend is that they would conquer some people and she'd be like, well, I'll take one of you as my husband. Like, conquer your shit. I'll marry you. Yeah. I mean, same. Um, And She's (laughs) like, marry me right here. Right now. Right now. Yeah. And then the two would spend like this passionate love night fucking all night together. And Maybe. then the next I don't morning- know. Like, what
0: if she picked a guy that was like a dud? Like, okay, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be my husband, and then, then like he ends up just being like, Well, this has never Fragile happened to me dick before. Energy. You know, and yeah. it's just like eh. yeah. Anyway. So
1: if that happened, she would just obviously have them executed.
0: Well, either way, <laughs> she would have them executed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like a praying mantis, right?
0: What we're getting at is she would be like, You're my husband for the night, and then the next morning, she would execute that person. She would have them. I
1: love this journey for her. And I don't want to.
0: (laughs) I call bullshit on this. I get that it adds like just like a level of like, she did what now to her story. But it just makes me feel like somebody along the way had it had to add a level of sex to it that wasn't necessarily like we have i don't love the femme fatale trope and it feels like that's what someone was just adding yeah
1: like super badass that she has that like femme fatale sort of thing but not really what i think she was about
0: well i mean if she if she wanted to take lovers she would have just taken lovers without having to kill them the next day like, like let's, let's look at Catherine the Great, a woman who was never officially remarried, but had plenty of lovers. When you're a woman in power, no one's gonna call you out for hooking up. And so I yeah. don't, I don't love this story of her marrying a man, sleeping with him, killing him the next day, because it just I seems- I kind of
1: love it. Like- <laughs>
0: we can agree to to disagree disagree
1: like i kind of love but this also
0: wasn't in like like we were saying earlier there's the oral tradition but then there was like that one guy of a hundred or so years yeah like somebody actually wrote down her story that bellow guy that lived a couple of uh, like 150 years after her and in his story in his retelling of her there's nothing about the black widow spider vibes here it's just about her conquest and so somebody in my opinion added on this uh the sexy murdery part of it later
1: i love this sexy (laughs) murdery
0: i honestly just think it's kind of sexist like she couldn't just be is she yeah that's why they had to murder people she she had had to to, she couldn't just Uh. fuck a guy if she wanted to fuck a guy she had to murder them she
1: absolutely could And she could murder if she wanted to because she's powerful and wonderful.
0: But who knows? That's the... (laughs) That is part of her story. I kind of wanted to leave it out, but a lot of people find it interesting. So that is part of her legend.
1: Yeah. So she spent like 34 years of her reign fighting on Mm -hmm. the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And we don't exactly know how she died, but we do know that she lived a long life. Mm -hmm. Um in the 15th century for someone in
0: the 15th century or 16th century yeah that was a really long life
1: 35
0: (laughs) no she would have been in her 70s
1: (laughs) so there's a lot of debate on where she died but none of the arguments say that she actually died in zarya leads me to think that she would have been just like riding out with her army fighting battles she was literally
0: ride or die
1: Oh, I yes, I love this for her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because She's she consistent. was consistent. Yes, she was so <laughs> consistent. Absolutely, consistently fighting, consistently getting more money, consistently extending her power. Yes, like we said, in her death, we don't really know what happened. Um, and then after her death, it's also incredibly blurry. Like some say, Zarya came back to be queen. But it appears that after the rule of Amina, female authority took a nosedive. Like they're. Lame. Real- I know. Lame. Do not love that journey <laughs> for humanhood.
1: Pussy needs to hold the power.
0: Pussy needs to hold the power. Yeah. Oh my God. Where'd you it get has. that from? Did you just come up with that? We need to put I it just on some came merch. Up with that. We gotta imagine, put it on some merch. Imagine. Pussy needs to Pussy hold holds the power. The
1: power. <laughs> I genius. I, I don't know where I come up with this. So
0: many well, I'm gonna check and make sure someone else didn't say it first before putting it on some merch, but I love it. Love
1: Pussy it. holds the power. Needs to. Does. It it does. So
0: after her reign, it seems female leadership really took a nosedive in Nigeria, I which don't like
1: this, which
0: is lame. But welcome to history class. This is what wah, happens. Wah. Being a woman kind of sucks all the time in history. However, but
1: her her legacy is huge. Like huge. She set up trade routes that benefited Zal for like years, years, and years. Years and years. Um, we still got Amina walls all over the mm-hmm. place. Like, she is doing some good shit.
0: Yeah, she left her mark. And that's why a lot of people are like, no, this was definitely a person that existed. We've got these walls. We've got these obvious signs. Zazal um, would, in the 1800s, be conquered And then Nigeria later would be conquered by the British altogether.
1: Surprise, surprise. The UK just got to put their nose in everybody's business.
0: Yeah. That was kind of like the British Empire's thing. Like.
1: (laughs) Let me just.
0: Let me just scooch on in here. Let me just scooch on in here. Hey. (laughs) But they, I believe it was the British that. Renamed the town Zaria again, which oh. which is actually a very I think that's a very pretty name. I wonder I wonder if the mom just named it Zaria because it was a pretty name. Like so, let's talk a little bit about like her legacy in modern day Nigeria is still obvious. Like she is just a huge cultural icon. Icon, Legendary. yes, legend. My
1: hello finally
0: there is a really badass statue that stands of her outside of the nigerian national arts theater which we'll post on instagram but i've put it here in the show notes how what a badass statue look at that nathan describe it to us
1: so she's on a horse and she very very proud about it yeah she's even got like a wand
0: it's a sword (laughs) nathan did you say wand? <laughs> Do you think she was at Hogwarts, Nathan? Like, yes, she
1: absolutely. Run? Ravenclaw all the way.
0: Uh, <laughs> she is on a horse with a sword mid-battle. Not a wand.
1: <laughs> it looks like a wand. She anyway. She's on a horse with a sword.
0: A sword? <laughs> she's
1: about... She's about to kill some bitches
0: i would love to see this statue in real life because um i can't really zoom in enough but like it looks like she is just it just looks like the depiction of a fierce fucking woman in the depths of battle and i love it because we don't get that in history a lot of times so i
1: agree so let's cheers let's raise a glass badass yes queen amina cheers i love bitch.
0: her oh my god love her all right i hope you guys enjoyed this episode cheers bitches
1: hope we weren't too trashy <laughs> hello everyone stuck you here? and i'm gabby It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be.